What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 549th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, Steve. With me is Hannah. Hello, hello. I am here. Uh, Happy Lunar New Year. I am taking every single chance I can get to celebrate the beginning of a new year. And uh, Greg and I decided to celebrate Lunar New Year by going to Mall of America. (laughs) Yeah, we sure did. Hey, they had an event. It was kind of cool. They had an event. There was a guy who was playing saxophone that sounded a lot more like Kenny G than I was expecting for Lunar New Year, but we're there. That works. <laughs> I also, I uh, quick, uh, just a quick Pokemon Unite minute. Regilecki is no longer the necessary. You have to go bottom. Again, we're back to Dreadnought days. New rules. Rotate to bottom. The changes... Are bad, but that's the so everybody stop going to Alecky first. But rotate to bottom. He's a little electric hoppy guy. He is, but it's no longer as important because they messed up the game again. Oh, okay. Or did they? Did they are they trying to get those original people back? They're just so used to the yeah. bottom. <laughs> They're trying to get those original people back. I'm probably who knows what's happening, but right. I'm just letting you know. Rotate to the bottom again. Okay, so we. Have Pokemon news to go through. Uh, we have a little bit of Pokemon Go. Uh, I didn't think we would have to talk about the X and Y stuff, but I guess we have to talk about the X and Y stuff because it keeps coming <laughs> back up. No one Do knows we? how to. No, no. I, everyone just reads headlines, so we gotta. Well, that's that's been going on forever. That doesn't <laughs> yeah, mean yeah, that we have to do any corrections. We can just say <laughs> read sucks. the headlines and look no further. That's not exclusive to Pokemon news. People just like to read headlines. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> understandable. Crown Zenith just came out, and then uh, Game Freaks, one of Game Freaks' non-Pokemon games, uh, is now on iOS. Well, that's kind of cool. I guess we could mention that. I don't think we have to spend a lot of time on that. I just thought it was worth mentioning. Uh, let's start with uh, Crown Zenith, because that just came out. The last Sword and Shield expansion, Crown Zenith. This is off uh, Pokemon.com. Crown Zenith features oh wait i guess crown zenith uh introduces a what are called the galarian gallery subset of 70 cards spotlighting pokemon pokemon v pokemon v max pokemon v star and supporter cards these cards feature special illustrations that allow fans to discover unique pokemons or characters i don't know why i said pokemons that's not a word Included in the ga- Galarian Gallery are Mewtwo V-Star, Dark Darkrai V-Star, and Hisuian Zorark V-Star. Crown Zenith's Pokemon Center Elite Trainer Box is ex- exclusive at PokemonCenter.com. It includes 12 Crown Zenith Booster Packs, uh, one etched foil promo featuring Lucario V-Star, one metal coin featuring... Lu- Lucario is my favorite Galarian Pokemon, by the way. Um... <laughs> If you get, I mean, cra- it's on the box. <laughs> yeah, I just like how they're like seventy Galarian Gallery cards. Who do we put on the box? Ah, the Gen Four yeah. Pokemon. <laughs> uh, so if you get the Elite Trainer box at like a Target or a Walmart, that includes ten booster packs. You get your sketched Lucario V Star. I don't think you get the Metal Coin. The Metal Coin is Pokemon Center, and then there are two boxes, which each have different promo cards uh four booster packs in those boxes there's a reggie eliki v which apparently we're not going to anymore in pokemon unite and then there's no, the reggie bad <laughs> there's the reggie drago v which is not in pokemon unite no drago in unite so those two boxes are available now and they come with promos oversized cards four booster packs and then in the future um so in february the mini tens will be available uh, and then the Crown Zenith Special Pikachu VMAX will be available. Uh, full disclosure, the Pokemon company sent me uh, some Crown Zenith. Although I did order my own Crown Zenith ETB from Pokemon Center with my own money. Mr. Pokemon. There will be Crown Zenith tins featuring Galarian Articuno Zapdos Moltres. That'll be available in March. And the Crown Zenith pin collection with Rillaboom, Cinderace, Intellion. That will be available in April. And then, hey, also in April, if you want a premium playmat collection featuring more Peko, that will be available. And then finally, Shiny Zacian or Shiny Zamazenta figure collection, which will include each of those will include 11 booster packs that will be available in May. 
Not 100% sure why they're drip feeding this set, because it's not like waiting till May gets you like different cards, just different. Just constant new releases. Just gotta have a new thing every week. That's not overwhelming. Yeah, there's (laughs) a lot of cards in the set too. Um, It's, it, I will, I will say this after opening an ETB and two of these like, uh, what do they call it? Collection boxes or whatever. Uh, the polls, the poll rate seems good. It, it it does seem like a fun set to open. The Galarian gallery cards are very pretty. They're very fun yeah. to collect. I have a question. Uh-huh. Uh, according to this website, there's a Dunsparce card. Uh, there was probably a Dunsparce, yes. I have, wait, oh, I have the book right it. here. This is, this is great for our, uh, audio listeners. Uh, is, is it a full art Dunsparce? Yeah. Under the on the website under Galarian Gallery, there's uh-huh. a full art Dunsparce of a bunch of cuties sleeping. A bunch of Dunsparce cuties sleeping. Okay. Um, I'm looking, Greg. I'm looking. I I believe that's probably true. There's a lot of the as, as the press release says, there are seventy. <laughs> there's a lot. I'm not seeing a Dunsparce. All right. Well, click on the click on the link. Great. Oh, I see the Dunsparce. They're hiding under the, the pillows. Yeah. So you haven't pulled that yet. No, 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 no. I see. Yes, he's here. Yes, I pulled the Keldeo, which apparently is one of the top 10 sought after cards. The Mew card in this set is really cute. Yeah, I wanted to pull the Mew because there's the Cramorant in it. He's there's look- also a cutie Galarian Ponyta in it, which makes it a Galarian card. Are these. So the Galarian Gallery does not feature many Galarian Pokemon. Is this a thing? Is this just... Why did they name it? Semi-Seer is my favorite Galarian Pokemon. What are you talking about? I mean, I don't... I don't understand the title of the gallery. (laughs) The Semi-Seer is very funny, though. It's a good card. Eating his little pear. They've got to, at the very least, pretend that this is a good send-out for Galar. I mean, these, these, these cards are great, but yes, there's not a lot of Galar Pokemon. Fe- f- and for some reason, there's like uh, multiple semi-seer cards. I'm, no Panpour. No, like the, the Pours and the Sages. <laughs> so they didn't make the cut. Only the Fire one did. Uh, I also like the Gardenia card. It's a very... Yes, I think that is also under the Galarian like Gallery. The card art just keeps getting better and better. Oh, so yeah. many of these cards are just pretty. Yeah, is this something Magic is doing? Did like the Pokemon company look at Magic and was like, oh, their cards are pretty. We got to step it up. So, oh boy. Do we want to get into the craziness that are <laughs> Magic? So Magic does do special art cards that can sometimes appear in their regular set. But they also have this thing, hold on, called, and I'll hold this up, Secret Layers. Shiny. Secret layers are specialty cards. For example, sometimes they will do specialty uh, collaborations like uh, Magic and Street Fighter, and they will put out special art cards or they'll work with a specific artist and be like, this is this artist's four special art cards. It's $40. Oh, didn't they have like some anniversary thing that was like $1,000? Oh, I'm not even going to touch. I'm not even going to touch. Don't e- don't even. I can't talk about that right now. I, we can't go down the rabbit hole of how bad the 30th anniversary fake card scam is because that's a whole podcast. Yeah. So I would say, like I've always said, new set comes out. Is it worth buying? Is it not? I think the last set was Silver Tempest. I don't think for a lot of casual people, Silver Tempest was worth picking up. Like, obviously, like if you're just itching to open some Pokemon cards, sure, get an ETB, open the 10. 10- eight booster packs have a good time if you are casual though and you're you're itching to open some packs and or burn a hole in your wallet uh, i can think crown zenith is fun um i think there's a lot of good stuff in there this is not this is one of those um in between sets uh you can't just walk into target and buy booster packs uh you can only buy the box collections or the etbs or the tins which are not available right now unlike uh you know, a, a Silver Tempest or a Chilling Rain or a, a Emerging Powers. Uh, you just can't buy the booster packs off the shelf. You got to buy you got to buy a box um, of assorted booster packs. 
Kind of frustrating. Yeah. That's the whole mini collection. I don't I don't know what they call these Um, special collections, middle collections. uh, I can't remember. But the sword and the Scarlet and Violet stuff, uh, I believe, comes out in March. That's when things will change to the silver borders. And apparently rainbow cards will be in the thing of the past. Um, next bit of news here. What happened to my news? Oh, let's uh, let's get the Pokemon Go stuff out of the way. We didn't talk about this last week. We probably should have. Uh, Niantic just sent out a, a casual tweet here. Just a good old <laughs> casual <laughs> at Niantic uh, help. Trainers, we are correcting the mega energy needed to evolve mega Salamans from 200 to 300 after the Twinkling Fantasy event. We apologize for the inconvenience. It's better than other bugs that have happened. (laughs) (laughs) And the fact that they didn't correct it immediately and like they could have overcharged people and had people in negative mega energy. They could have done that. They didn't. Yeah, I... um. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't think it's the <laughs> biggest deal in the world because like what do you what do you get from I think normally I get like 225 or 200 from doing a mega raid granted I know I have a an uh, a privilege and an advantage of playing at Mall of America where people are always jumping in you can do them faster and then yeah. you can invite people and those people are inviting people so even even on a non community day even on like a random Tuesday you usually get like 12, 14 people in a raid because Mall America is just very busy all the time, consistently. So I, I don't know if people know this. Uh, just sum it up real quick. The faster you do a mega raid, the more energy you get. Um, so that's kind of like the perk of, you know, having more people. So ultimately, I think even if you do it pretty slow, you still need to do two. Like you're not getting 300 from one. You're getting like, yeah, for the full cost, five two fifty. Mm-hmm. And so, if you if you did it slow, you're probably getting like one eighty, which is still not two hundred. So you have to do it again. It, I did ask Niantic about this. I was like, "Why are we changing it from two hundred to three hundred? And they said, "Game balance." Okay, I I don't know what the, exactly they're balancing. <laughs> I think that that's the base cost for the rarer Pokemon, for the Pokemon whose egg walking distances would be higher and things like that. And Salamence is one of those. I don't know for sure, because I haven't started up one of those mega Pokemon in a while. I'm almost done maxing all of those out. But I think that for Latias, Latios... I was going to say the Latias, Latios. Yeah. Those may have started as 300 for initial mega-ing. Yes, I'm looking at a Latias right now. It's 300. Um, and then let's just look at like a Manetric. <laughs> uh, Manetric is 100, actually. Yeah, there we go. So um, it does vary based on the strength of the Pokemon, probably, or the rarity. The last one was like Glalie. Oh, I already mega that one. Oh, I only have one. Oh, wait, here's another Glalie. Glalie is 200. So yeah, I, I guess. Again, I don't think it's. Biggest, I, I would assume Metagross is going to be 300 because almost definitely. Yeah, because it's Metagross. It's I, I just don't the balance thing just throws me off because I'm again, I'm not <laughs> like, is it bad that people are? I, here's the thing. Maybe balance aside, because I don't think that question can ever be answered. I do think that Niantic puts a lot of weight in Mega and like Mega Energy and I think Niantic cares about Megas and Mega Energy a lot, but like, because they give it, they give it as a reward. Like, oh, you're getting like 50 Mega Energy, but it's really not that hard to get. <laughs> it is if you're trying to get Mega Energy for a Pokemon that is not in season. Yes. Yeah, I will agree. That's true. That's true. I had a hundo, um, names. Pal- Skulldog. Yes, I had a hundo houndoom for a year that I was waiting to mega evolve because I just didn't go out of my way to do the mega uh, raids at the beginning when it was first introduced. And I was not able to get the mega energy for it any other way until it was brought back into raids. So when there are research tasks you can do, that's super helpful, but it doesn't always apply to all the Pokemon. The weirdest thing about video game 
I love the start of the sentence. <laughs> the sort of weirdest thing about video game culture is the bizarre value people put on grind. It it boggles my mind how many people equate grind to value, including companies. And companies sell this like, oh, you have to grind more salamance candy so it's more valuable. It's like, is it? Like, you, you you are creating the false scarcity and you're making us grind and generally grinding isn't fun, but you still have convinced an entire group of people that having to spend 58 hours finding one shiny in a dark corner is way more valuable than uh, Faramosa that showed up shiny first in your first wormhole. Like, it's so bizarre to me. I hate, I hate this grind equals value culture that they they keep cultivating. That's not exclusive to Pokemon. That's a lot of games. No, it's a ton of games. Yeah, it is a ton of games. Um, it's just what else equates weird. to value then? That's just it. It doesn't have any. <laughs> it's, it's it is seventy data. premium rate passes in my inventory. It is just data. It, <laughs> it's, it's either time or money. <laughs> they can take or take away or or revoke at any time or add at any time. Like, they themselves also will devalue their own thing by saying, hey, we're giving out 15 incenses. Cool. I'm, Niantic, I, I'm sure, knows exactly how many megas are happening, which megas are doing what, you know, all that stuff, right? Like, they, they have all that data. Oh, yeah. I w- I and would the cons- rehaul was a good system. I do want to say that. Megas are actually useful now. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, I, I do like <laughs> megas. Yeah, if I, if I go out and even if I'm doing, like, a one-hour grind, I'm turning a mega on because... At this point, it's, like, free, though. So, like, I'm thinking, like, I, I consider myself a relatively hardcore Pokemon Go player. I'm level 48, right? I still think there's this weird perception where a lot of players think that... A lot of hardcore players think that, like, the majority of people are over level 40. That's far from true. Like, that, nope. Yeah. There's, <laughs> like, the majority of players are still under level 40. That's... And uh, is never going to come out and say that, but that that is... I, I don't know how we prove it, but like, that. <laughs> I mean, we we can say we can draw a few things, right? Like we can look at our friends list and see, like I have two hundred and fifty eight friends in my friend list, right? Like it is it is not a controlled sample, but it is a sample, and I would say that at least sixty percent of them are under forty still. Yeah, I think it swapped so, for me, like. And it depends on, like, your friend group. I think the thing that, like, Steve and I can run into is that we just get random people who are like, I found your <laughs> friend code and I'm I'm sending it to you. And whether or not they re- follow the rules and reach out to me and say who you are or not depends on whether they get added. But, like, like if you are, if your friend group is, and this is sort of the hard thing about any sort of anecdotal anything is... If your friend group really, really, really likes Pokemon Go, they're all going to be over 40. And so therefore, you're going to look at your experience and say, well, my experience is universal. It's not. But you have a view into how your group of friends plays that that really, really like this game. It's like, I only play Final Fantasy with high-end raiders. So I'm like, well, everybody's at 90 now. And then I constantly find people who are like... I just started the game, right? Like, just because I'm seeing it doesn't mean that that's reality. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, we can look at what's randomly happening as people post things on Twitter. I have a very random friend group in my friends, and i am be like, okay, well, just because I accept a lot of different things from a lot of different people, I can draw some parallels, but it's definitely not the whole picture. Yeah, I just, like, like, there there are the there are the people that play on every community day. There are the people that like obviously a lot of non-level 40 players go to GoFest or these other things, right? Because there are events and whatever. Like <laughs> I don't want to say like like even at the Ultra Beast event I went to, I saw way more people under level 40 than above level 40 because it was a free event in Los Angeles and obviously these raids filled up instantly for the Ultra Beast, but I was just I wasn't shocked. I was just like, yeah, this makes sense. Like 38, 34, 24, 25. Like, that's fine. Like, obviously still doable. 
like I'm pretty hardcore. I'm not like a Brandon Tan or somebody who has like 800, you know, four star perfect buddies because they're doing like the buddy system on like six different buddies a day, every day. And they're spending money on poffins and stuff like that. Right. Like those are outliers, complete outliers. But like when the when a new mega comes around, like how many Pokemon are people megaing? Like I, I I do like maybe three or four like Glalies, right? I have enough Mega Candy. I Mega maybe one, maybe two Glalies. Like I'm gonna Mega one that is like very good IVs, and then I'm gonna Mega a shiny, and now I have two Dex entries. I don't know why you would ever do a third or a fourth. Like, and then once you Mega it, it's technically free after that. I have a edge case where you would want more than one (laughs) that if there is an event featuring a specific type of pokemon that there is only maybe one or two megas for that you would want more than one of those megas so that you could have a mega on constantly while you're playing this event throughout the week without spending more mega candy or energy without spending more mega energy after that like altaria for twinkling fantasy yes yep exactly yeah so so you would have wanted a ton of altaria Right, you could do... Ideally. Is that worth more? Because each Altaria would be 200, whereas, like, if you Mega Altaria the next day, you could Mega it again, technically, but it would be, like, what, like, 56 or some weird, like, smaller number? Once you max out a Mega Pokemon, it is, I think, around 20, 30 to Mega it the next day after it's been mega So, if there is a week-long event, no. <laughs> <laughs> But it's easier. <laughs> but to be fair, this isn't complaining about the mega mechanic. It's just like this weird value that Niantic sees in mega energy. Yeah. Like I think I think the I think getting energy is fine. I think using it is fine. I think the mega system is great. It's just like anyways, <sighs> make it more valuable, I guess, to Niantic. Uh before we uh run to break here, there is a new uh event coming featuring shiny tapu coco and shiny helioptile um which is called the crackling voltage event uh atkins magnemite grimer electric stunky who cannot be shiny um blitzel Seed, <laughs> uh helioptile and grubbin also cannot be shiny it will be featured more in the wild if you're lucky you'll find beldum or Dedene in the wild um one star raids will feature alolan grimer shinx um bronzor clink and helioptile Three-star raids is my favorite electric Pokemon, Venomoth. Yeah, uh, and so the- good. <laughs> Galarian Weezing. Jolteon. Also great electric type. And Mawile. And then five-star raids are going to be Tapu Koko and Registeel. Registeel, also my favorite uh, electric Pokemon. And then the Mega Raids will be Mega Aerodactyl and Mega Gengar. Okay, the Mer- Mega Aerodactyl also doesn't make sense because he's not ground. Is he ground? No, I don't think he's ground. I think he's rock flying, isn't he? Uh, I does think it so. Lose? Does it lose when it megas? Does it change? Because they did that and it got confusing. I can't stand Mega Aerodactyl's goatee. It really throws me off. I hate it. It's bad. What do you mean? Um, it's it's it grows up and becomes a hipster. <laughs> Eggs will be like alone. It stays. It looks like it stays rock flying the entire time. Uh, Alolan Sandshrew, Skarmory, Blitzel, Stunfisk, Galarian Stunfisk, uh, Helioptile, and Dedene. And then Field Research will be Voltorb, Hisuian Voltorb, Plusle, and Minin, Emolga, and Helioptile. There will also be a Team Rocket takeover Wednesday, February 1st to Sunday, February 5th, where uh, Giovanni will feature Shadow Registeel. I think this is the first time ever. Yep. And then the Shadow Pokemon will be Shadow Alolan Vulpix, Shadow Spoink, Shadow Blitzel, Sha- Shadow Joltik. Don't know if these can be shiny. They're not saying on the website they can be. I mean, Joltik the cannot only, be shiny. Yeah, the only Shadow Pokemon that can be shiny are the ones that the team leaders are going to have, and I don't think those have been announced quite yet. Oh, okay, 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 got it. And the Team Rocket part is arguably the more exciting event. <laughs> if you care about having the strongest Pokemon you have, because you'll be able to TM frustration off of your shadow Pokemon during that event. These events come around rarely, and they are not announced very far in advance, and they don't come around regularly. So getting frustration off of your shadow Pokemon while you can is helpful. Yeah, but you see, I'm not a monster, uh, and I purify the souls of my Pokemon. Correct. Correct. 
I'm not going to steal them from T-Rocket and then keep them in a tortured form. They are in pain. <laughs> Y'all are making me feel so bad about this. <laughs> yeah, well, leaving leaving a Pokemon shadow means you're leaving them tortured and in pain, weeping quietly, hoping somebody will come and rescue them from another bad trainer who doesn't love them enough to free their hearts. I uh, Also, you cannot mega evolve the torture soul. You have to purify <laughs> its heart to then Because the mega. mega evolution is through friendship. <laughs> the power of friends. I, I think I have like a Mewtwo that needs to be frustrated, removed. I don't know. It's a lot of work. I gotta, you gotta wait for the event. You gotta unfrustrate it. You gotta, I gotta power it up still. I got enough raid counters. I don't need no more Shadow Me Too, much. <laughs> they are more important for PvP. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think like well, a this Shadow. This proves that PvP players they are evil. Correct. And like to torture Pokemon. They're all, they all work for Team Rocket. I think there was actually a, 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 an event recently where a Shadow Charizard won go pvp i think i saw that this morning okay uh let's take a break uh when we come back uh what's on the news docket here and when we come back we're going to talk about greninja which is coming to scarlet and violet uh some x and y stuff and then pocket card jockey and we will be right back mr gengar player any raid you join, you are instantly losing it for the three other people. And I just thought, like, you should be permaban. You, permaban. Greg, permaban. Hannah, permaban. Bobby, permaban. Bev, permaban. Cody, I think Greg said something like, I think more people are succeeding than failing. That, like, that tells me right away, Greg should be permabanned. You, permabanned. Greg, permabanned. Hannah, permabanned. Bobby, permabanned. Bevan, permabanned. Cody, 48-hour timeout. And we are back from our break. So uh, we're recording this on the 22nd. This podcast will go up on the 23rd. Greninja is coming to Scarlet and Violet. Um, the year of the rabbit is over. It is now year of frog. Year of ninja frog. Um, what are the exact dates on that? Where's my calendar? Uh, the exact dates on that is technically it comes out on the 27th, but because it's UTC time, central time zone, that'll be 6 p.m. central time zone on January 26th, and that will go until 6 p.m. Central Time Zone, uh, January 29th. So this is the first round of Greninja, and then Greninja will come back um, on February 9th, so in two weeks, and then it will go until February 12th, and then immediately when Greninja ends, the Valentine's Day Tandem Mouse raids will start. So that's a little bit new. I don't think in Sword and Shield we ever went exactly it from one raid event directly into another. Um, usually it's always Thursday to Friday, but as, or sorry, Thursday to Sunday and then Sunday ends and then we get, we wait till the weekend again. But as apparently tandem mouse raids should start when Greninja ends the second time around, uh, I made a whole video of the six Greninja raid counters I would possibly recommend based off the data I did. Don't need to go through that whole thing, but just a little behind the scenes is I took Pokemon and then I would damage calculate the possible physical or special moves that Greninja would have. And I would say, okay, well, the, first off, this Pokemon's surviving. That's good. <laughs> Secondly, can this Pokemon do something to Greninja and or work in a team setting? And then uh, we would go through. I personally think Greninja is going to be um, special, a special attacker or a mixed attacker. There are a lot of other builds out there because that's a popular thing is like, give me the Pokemon recommended uh, that think Greninja is going to be physical. Could be. Um, but the reason I think it's going to be special is because it's signature move, uh, Water Shuriken, uh, which I'm sure I'm saying wrong. Uh, that's a special move, and it's a signature move. And the second reason I think that is because Greninja's special attack is slightly higher than its physical attack. Um, that being said, if it ends up being a mixed attacker, I actually think that's like the easiest situation. Because when it's mixed, it can't be 
all adamant or all modest. If it was all adamant, that would give it a boost to its physical attacks, obviously, and then it would never need to use its special attacks. Uh, if it's modest, that would boost all its special attacks, and then its physical attacks would be a little bit weaker. So even if it was, like, modest but mixed, all its physical attacks get, like, a penalty, kind of. It could be, I don't know, timid, jolly, naive, bashful. It could be a bunch of different things. But, uh, so, so Charizard was modest, and all of his attacks were special, and then Cinderace was adamant, and all of its attacks were physical, so it's very possible that this could be mixed. Um, but, um, all the Pokemon I built on the YouTube video and in the graphics, if you don't want to watch, that's on Instagram, they survived both when I calculated it. Um, the only thing, I wouldn't even change the movesets that much, the only thing I would really change on those Pokemon I suggest is maybe flipping some of the EVs from... A special defense to like a physical defense, but um, we'll know more uh, when <laughs> we'll know more this weekend. But at least it's a good starting place to be like, okay, I'm I, I'm not even sure where to start. Uh, like, what Pokemon do I even pick for Greninja, a Poison Greninja? And of course, they said we're not getting an update till the end of February. So I'm expecting people to get stuck in the red menus. <laughs> and oh, plenty of boy. <laughs> that's the real the real final boss is how many frame rate how, how many frames do you have during the battle that's the real challenge you got to get through the raid experience in order to, <laughs> to actually finish the raid yep you you guys both got your cinderace though right yeah yep. i got it that yeah the first one and then i i was gonna jump in and then my brain literally went no i don't know <laughs> <laughs> no i can't I'm, to be no. fair if you do want to grind them out i like grinding them out i made it to 999 whatever fighting shards so those are nice to have in case i decide to dip into competitive right <laughs> i mean yeah. it's 50 shards of change that's a lot yeah. i mean i have no use for them right <laughs> i'm never going to do competitive that doesn't make a like a difference I, I, i'm not saying you're wrong situations. greg i, I completely <laughs> completely so, agree people are like oh do you want to do the raid and i literally just stared at my because i it was on the menu i'm like unite scarlet and violet i'm going to unite I, i'm over here for the, the, the other thing frustrated over here. the other things that's nice is you get a lot of like candy to power like i think all my shinies in the game are level 100 just because i had so much candy i was like i pump them into something and then you get like the vitamins and I know you can just like grind out the tournament to get money. You just do the tournament over and over, but it's nice to get so many vitamins where it's like, oh, cool. Now in the future, like that's one less thing I have to buy because now I have like 600 of them just from doing Cinderace all weekend. So I, I see both sides. I see like I'm a one and done person and I see like, hey, I want to sit there and grind. All it it's very easy to grind when you have a bunch of people that also know what they're doing, right? Like, correct. Very yeah. easy. I cannot are- imagine grinding with like the old. Let's jump into it. I, I mean, I did it. So that first weekend, I yeah. did like spend that weekend when I was going to play. I was just jumping into random raids and being like, "Let's have fun." My new my new toxic trait is I don't want to see Azumarill or Iron Hands or any of that stuff. I want to see like Charmeleon. Like, give me something really zany. Can we be? <laughs> 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 I want to see like, a little spy bit ops. <laughs> yeah, I did get a little bit picky on the second round of the rabbit coming back where I would just leave raid lobbies that had too many Pokemon in there that I knew were just going to die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite thing now. I think at this point, it's like, ah, oh, huh, you picked LeChonk. All right, well, let's see how this is going to go. <laughs> yeah, I look, I am. I am ride or die. When I join a thing and I'm like, click, I don't care. I'm clicking accept and we're going to see mean, how this turns out. I feel bad about it, but <laughs> I, I, mean, I, I also defaulted ultimately to support because yeah. when you go into the raids with random people, everybody's trying to attack and nobody else is playing support. So I switched I, over from Armor Rouge to Pelipper and just played support. I have jumped into, this is a thing that's happened to me a couple of times that is just, I feel bad, but I jumped into person like posted a code and I jumped into it. And I didn't realize they only had like 30 seconds left. So it took a while to register. And in the middle of me going to pick my Pokemon, 
the rain started and it hovered oh, no. over the one that I was on, not the one I wanted to pick. So I went into a six star, I don't even know what it was, with a level 20 temp, Tim Pole. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I just sat there, I'm like, well, I'm just going to be in the cheer menu. <laughs> and I also have a Thunder Wave. So I'm going to try that every once in a while. And it worked once. Hey, look, not bad. Look, we did it. I'm going to say my support was key because I think they all looked and went, I don't know what's happening over. This is madness. <laughs> so we're just going to go all out and trust that they'll support us. And I did it and we won. But boy, I'm like, how did, because I was like, how did I end up with this Pokemon? How did, this wasn't even in my list of ones that I'm carrying in my party. And that's what I sort of pieced together that I was in my box trying to get to the one that I wanted to use. There is a, so you know when you go to the raid menu and it's it, like, I, I do think just Pokey Portal is, is better than Ycom for the record. I, I think it is structurally better. Uh, I mean, I think a lot of the, I don't think it's Pokey Portal's part. I just think the game is really laggy. <laughs> I don't think that's exclusive to Pokey Portal. But number one, I hate how they put the search on the far side. Because I feel like mm -hmm. that's what people are using the most, right? Is like, or maybe I'm the exception. Like, I always have to scroll over to go to search and then to type in a code. I, I kind of wish that was on the left side. But below the search, there's like a, a button because it's, it's five, it's five by two. So it's like four raids on top, four raids on the bottom. And then the corner, it's search and there's a button down there. And I finally hit that button below search. And it was like, we are just going to stick you in any random raid that exists. Oh, yeah. But then it gives you a <laughs> warning. And it's like, if you disconnect, you will not be able to join any raid for a period of time. So it actually like yells at you for disconnecting and it gives you a timeout penalty, which I don't know how long. I don't know if it's like five minutes or an hour. I have no clue. But I'm like that one. Why doesn't Pokemon Unite have that? Like if you if you disconnect from Unite, you should have like an hour penalty of like not being able to join back in. Maybe they have added it since then. I don't think I, they have. I mean, like if you deliberately AFK, yeah, you get it. It is good at registering your fair play points, so you can't. Yeah, join ranked. They have that a little bit, but I mean, they can't lean too heavily into that because people's mobile networks aren't stable. Yeah. So if you AFK because, you know, your cell service dropped, like they can't, like for United, get it because they can't be too harsh. They can be harsher in the raid thing because you are literally having to go to random and be like, yep, I'm going to do this. And it's like, hey, we're going to warn you up front. If, you're, if your network goes but out. That button is not that different than like the random Cinderace you can join. And it doesn't give you a warning there if you DC. You can at least prepare your Pokemon beforehand for the Cinderace. You can prepare the Pokemon beforehand for a raid you know you're going to be joining, but if you're going into a random Pokemon and it just happens to be one that you do not have a good counter for, and you drop from that because you sense. don't have a good counter for Yeah, because it locks you in and then you pick, and you're like, oh, like I got locked into a Viper, and I <laughs> yeah. was like, oh, I, okay. like, But it wasn't like terribly hard. I would like to see um, like a actual like maybe like challenge mode. That would be cool. Because I think it only does like four stars, which is relatively easy compared to five or six. I think four stars are like level 50 or 60. I just thought that button was it. I just thought the warning. I was like, oh, man, the Pokemon <laughs> company it yelling at me. Finally. me that it's there. <laughs> yeah. In, in December, when I was feeling much more wild with that game, I was very much like, let's just hit random and see what happens. Sometimes it's fun. You know what my favorite thing in the game is? It, it's just walking Think around. What? Tinkerton? No. Well, I mean, Tinkerton's fine. It's just walking around and like finding a shiny. And I know it's not a, I know it's not efficient and I know it's not optimal. But when I make a sandwich, when I'm slapping rice and, and ramen noodles not cooked onto a slab of bread and that timer starts of 30 minutes, I, I feel like everything in the world is, is gone. Nothing matters. I have, I have wasted this <laughs> Herba Mystica. And I, I, like, if the cat is throwing up, if I left the, the, my child in the bathroom in the tub, like, you take a really long bath. I'll clean up the throw up later. Like, my 30 minutes is here and now. I cannot stop for anything. 
Um, and it's just very stressful. And like when I'm when I'm when I'm in that mood, I'm like, okay, we're, today's the day we're gonna get this shiny. I'm gonna use. I'm gonna do this sandwich. We're gonna hunt right here. It's all play like my battle plan is laid out. Like I'm in that. Sometimes I'm I'm, I'm in that zone, but a lot of times I feel like I don't want that stress. I just want to like walk <laughs> yeah, around. <laughs> The thing is, is I just find it so boring to just wander around. Oh, <laughs> I love like, it. I do that in Final Fantasy like, too, too. It. I would just walk. Yeah, no. I enjoy it. I am. So the number of hours I have played in Pokemon Scarlet is almost reaching the number of hours I had for Pokemon Sword and Legends Arceus combined. So I am playing a lot of Pokemon Scarlet. You like Scarlet. it much better. I, Min- minus all the problems. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even sure I can say I like it better. But there, <laughs> it does feel like the next big main series Pokemon game to me, and it is. And there are competitions that are going to come from it. There are uh, updates that are going to happen to it. There is probably going to be some DLC that there are story hints that I'm excited about. And I'm actually working on completing the Pokedex for the first time in a while, which I did do in Sword, but a while after I could. I don't know. I am enjoying this game. I don't know if I would say it's better. I think I enjoyed Arceus more because I liked the design style more. And Greg, I know you hated it, but I loved it. What? No, Greg Ar- loved Legends. Arceus's design. I love Arceus. I hated it. I, you, the, the no, only, Greg, you hate the colors. The only thing I hate is the colors. <laughs> I hate I like the, fact the colors. the second area just looks like a giant mud pit. I mean, it is. We're gonna go to the mud pit. We're gonna get Pokemon all sloppy. <laughs> Come Sunday, on down to the Sunday, Metro Sunday, <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> in in both Arceus and in Scarlet and Violet, you can run around and just make progress by running around and doing stuff, and just sort of casually having fun in the game. And in Scarlet and Violet that can actually progress towards bigger goals if shiny hunting isn't your ultimate goal because there is competitive stuff. There is going to be more of a national deck, or I'm not going to say national decks. Larger Pokedex. Larger Pokedex. New host, ban. Ban. Getting closer, but no. I don't know. I've been working on completing the Pokedex in there, and 400 is a lot. I can't even imagine, but... Yeah, I think 400 is that is that spot they figured out it was in um ultra sun ultra moon and then it was in sword and shield and now it's in this game so i think i mean i think before the games even came out i always reference like i'm gonna guess there's gonna be 400 pokemon that's what ended up happening is 400 so i think that's a good number i think it's big enough where it feels like okay it's a lot of work but it it, it, it's small enough where it doesn't feel like it's not obtainable like I, i remember going back to x and y and you have to get all 650 i don't know i don't know how many are excellent 639 um somebody will correct me uh it's more than 600 uh in x and y uh no it, it has to be close to 700 because vivi vivion is 666 so it has to be closer mm-hmm. to 700 that's a lot of pokemon that's almost that, that's that's a lot of pokemon um and and x and y was very ambitious uh and uh they that game had plenty of its own issues uh i want to remind everyone horde battles if if you loved the leg of horde battles you would love the leg that is in scarlet and violet because uh those were things speaking of x and y though perfect transition um there's a lot of articles about this i just pulled comicbook.com there was a there was a tweet that went out it's always why is it always the spanish twitter it's always spanish twitter <laughs> what that is discovered. up what is up spain it's always what Spanish are you Twitter. doing? Um, so uh, Spanish Twitter noticed that Game Freak renewed the the trademarks to X and Y. Let's just read a little <laughs> bit here. Twitter <laughs> Twitter uh, found out that Nintendo Game Freak and Creatures recently renewed the registrations for Pokemon X and Y logos in Japan. As a result of this information coming out, a number of Pokemon fans determined that Game Freak might look to remake Pokemon X and Y next with the intent of re-releasing new versions of these installments on the Nintendo Switch. As, uh, and while these remakes might come down the road, it doesn't seem like we should expect anything soon. So uh, comicbook.com goes on and says, although the reason wasn't given by Game Freak or Nintendo, when it comes to these Pokemon X and Y logo renewals, the real, real purpose behind these 
why they were registered once again is because it's been nearly a decade since these installments were first revealed. Most logo and trademark registrations tend to run a course of 10 years, which means that the period of time has come up and companies need to reapply uh, and to, to renew their registrations. As such, it is likely this was done with X and Y. Fans shouldn't think anything more at the time. DLC is coming. We're going back to Kalos, baby. <laughs> I have high hopes for the DLC, but it's not that. Yeah, but they, but, but they renewed the trademark. They wouldn't do that <laughs> if they if it wasn't coming in the DLC. Why would they? Why would they renew the trademark at the ten year mark, which is legally required to maintain the trademark so it doesn't fall out and can be used by somebody else? If they weren't going to make a DLC, I mean, you wouldn't just renew a trademark and do nothing with it. Greg, are you in my Instagram comments right now? <laughs> Have you read them? Look, I am the distilled internet at this moment. Look, I don't. I don't think we're getting. I, I've said this time and time again. I don't think the DLC is going to take us back to Kalos. There's a couple of reasons why. Whether or not you agree with me, that that's fine. Uh, number one is Game Freak likes money, and we know that second versions and DLC does not sell as well as re-releasing games and putting them on store shelves and having a giant marketing pusher about 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 the around them sorry as much as fans myself included hated brilliant diamond shining pearl look i i don't know what the casual perspective of that game is but at least from every other pokemon creator and twitter and diamond brilliant diamond shining pearl are not liked I there's probably five people listening to the show that they love that game. Cool. That being said, there is no doubt that those games sold incredibly well. We know how they well did. they sold. They they sold incredibly well. You could maybe argue they sold better than Legends Arceus because there was two copies and not one. But they did technically sell better than Legends Arceus at this point in time. Maybe in six months when we can say on the podcast that Legends Arceus outsold Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. It hasn't yet. Technically, Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl also had a holiday push. It came out right before Christmas. Legends came after Christmas. There's a lot that goes into that, but the fact of the matter is these remade games that were not even made by Game Freak, that were faithfully badly optimized, (laughs) their words, faithful, uh, outsold a brand new, very ambitious game. Like, that's what happened. So I do find it hard to believe that Game Freak wouldn't want to Sorry, not Game Freak. The Pokemon company maybe makes this decision. They wouldn't want to put X and Y on store shelves in a fully repackaged, remade form. Now, I also don't see them selling us a whole new region for $30 to $40. I just don't see that, especially when there is mixed taste on Scarlet and Violet. Like, the game runs very poorly. That's been talked about a lot. There are probably people that were on the fence. They've, they heard that the frame rate was bad. The game wasn't optimized, blah, blah, blah. And they didn't buy it. If anything, I don't even want DLC. I want the game to work better yeah, before please. we add more content. <laughs> Fair. Thirdly, when we talk about the conversation of, oh my gosh, Pokemon games are so rushed. I wish they would take another year or two. We have this open world, brand new experience Pokemon game. And I'm not defending that it hasn't been rushed. Like we, we, we've talked about on the show multiple times. The Pokemon, the Pokemon machine has to fire on all cylinders. Whether or not this game was ready or not, they needed to get it out because the anime is coming, because the TCG is coming, because of the holidays, because the next game is coming. Do you think that this company who had barely got this game out the door can then add on an open world Kalos experience in less than a year? Do we think that that's even plausible? Yeah, because Kalos is already created, so you copy. <laughs> Control <Paste>. C. <laughs> Control V. Like, done. I, what, what is it? It is just coding. Like, <laughs> kids in high school code. Yeah, that's true. Even if I was like, yes, I, ju- I just can't. Put the logic behind, like, yep, we're going to do this whole region. Uh, and then if you go, like, well, well, well it's not going to be open world. It's like, well, that doesn't make sense. You're going from an open world game to, like, we're back to this linear experience. The other thing, I feel like it's it would be such a discredit to the Paldea region to have all of this 
interesting and unique lore about these legendaries, about the past, about the future, about the time machine, I still kind of believe that the professors are alive. Uh, and that ending was like a weird kind of throwaway. Like maybe they didn't actually die because we didn't see them die, right? It's kind of like the classic uh, Game of Thrones. I didn't see the body, so yeah. therefore... <laughs> And why would you just want to go to another region and not have any of those questions answered? Yeah, there's clearly so many questions left for Paldea. And I don't know they if, address like... address it directly in the story. I don't know if the people asking for the remakes went to the school, but the school gives you a million unanswered questions. And I know some people are like, well, the crater, the crater yeah, is from the, crater. The, the, the giant flower cannon from X and Y. The flower cannon was 3,000 years ago. We know that the crater is a million years old because the school tells us that. Like, the school gives us so much information about the, the crater in Paldea, and it has nothing to do with the flower cannon in X and Y. There's just not enough things adding up to be like, yep, we're going to Kalos. And I guess people could say, well, like, oh, Froki, Fennekin, Chestnut are in the game code. Yeah, I mean, so... So is Rowlet <laughs> and uh, Cyndaquil and Oshawott. And so is Scorebunny, Gurky, and Cinderace. It's like, <laughs> they're all there, I, I too. I mean, the only thing that sort of ties... There is weird Paldean Empire things that happen after the canon war that was supposed to happen in Kala. So it's not like... The creator was created by the Kalan, but there are other history lessons, if you look at it, that like tie to the events of the big war that was happening over in Kalos. Like, there are weird parallels there. I'm not saying we're going to go explore ancient Kalos, and definitely the canon didn't cause the crater, but they do hint as part of fitting Paldea into the larger world that the events of that war did affect the empire of Paldea here. Just making it as a bigger world thing, right? Like, these things are happening as far as the overarching lore. Um, but no, the crater wasn't caused by the cannon. But the cannon did have an effect, and that war did have an effect on the Pokemon world as a whole. And they did, they acknowledge it a little. Like, you have to really draw some some faint lines there but they do at least sort of hint but i don't think that's enough to say and now we're going to go into the past and explore that war no <laughs> like that is not what's going to happen here i absolutely adore x and y i think they're fantastic games um minus the story stuff i mean pitbull shows up at like the end at one point that's kind of cool uh mr worldwide but like x and y got a it got kind of like the the Johto treatment almost where like Johto could have had a lot more, but their option was like, let's go, let's go to, back to Kanto. And it's like, oh, but there's so much here in Johto that we could be like talking about. And then Kalos just didn't get anything, right? We never got a Pokemon Z. We never got a Pokemon XX or YY or XZ, right? We, we didn't get anything. Um, so there's a lot of things unanswered in Kalos. And so ideally or hopefully if there is a Kalos remake one day, which realistically, I guess, would be after black and white remakes, if we're going in order, <laughs> you would hope that they can expand on that. I don't think they could expand on that. They could give us the same stuff in a DLC for Paldea, but do you think they can give us the same stuff and also expand on that and then not want to sell that to us at full price? Like it. And then, then what happens to Paldea? We, we, we miss out on that stuff. Like, I want to know more about the treasures. I want to know more about the past. I want to know about the future. Is this time machine actually a time machine? There's so many unanswered questions, not only with the crater, but like multiple things that pop up in the school that like, we're just going to like throw that all away and not answer it for this, just to go back to Kalos. Like it just, it just seems like a lose, lose. It seems like not only does Paldea lose by going to Kalos, but Kalos loses by not having its own brand new development cycle where we can like not have what happened to Pokemon Z, which is like just not fill out the that generation of games, generation six. As much as I dislike Auras, Auras like felt full. It like felt like it filled out a lot of stuff. And I think that's why I was personally disappointed with Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl, because I was like, oh, this is 
the same. <laughs> didn't really like add anything to like. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Legends filled that, that out better. Platinum had filled up most of the questions, and then there wasn't. There was that. I don't think there's a lot of questions that were left unanswered about the diamond pearl platinum. Well, I mean, that that goes back to like why didn't BDSP have the platinum stuff? Because like that was the better stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh i mean there's not a ton yep. it, the, the thing is is like it's the star wars problem like how many questions should be answered before it diminishes the experience because sometimes the better answer to the question is that they never really answer it so that you are free to fill in and and speculate on it and ponder it whereas you know we've run into a problem uh, in Star Wars, where a lot of people feel like I didn't, I didn't need an answer for that. That could have just been a mystery that I that we all got to ruminate on forever, right? We did not need an answer to that. We didn't need to know how. Like, I don't need to know how they built the glass cannon. Like, I don't need this information. <laughs> it's better if they don't answer it because well, they took a bunch of cryogonals and they crushed them. <laughs> And then the cannon was a bunch fun. of Deancies came along and yeah. Uh, so, anyways, um, trademark renewal is common. <laughs> <laughs> Look, nothing only more, Disney, nothing less. Only Disney is the is the one company that's like it's not enough to re- renew the trademark. We're going to make a live action movie out of it just to put a nail in that coffin so nobody can at all come at us. I, I anticipate the day where we get X and Y remix, whether that's in five years or ten years or whenever, right? Um, I would assume that all the Mega people will be very happy that Megos will be back. I'm sure they will add new Megas. I'm sure, like, Zygarde will hopefully get an actual decent storyline um, that isn't thrown away to a very poor, bad movie. <laughs> like, there's a lot about X and Y that I absolutely adore. And so when I say, like, I don't think Paldea is getting X and Y DLC, I just think there's way too many holes in that plot. Plus, like, I I, I want the current engine of Scarlet and Violet to run so much better. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And maybe it can't. Maybe this is just what Generation 9 is, is this, like, first time doing open world kind of experience. Maybe Gen 10, it'll be better. And then... Maybe everything after that will be smoother and 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 better. I like Scarlet and Violet, but we have to wait till that big update or that February update to see what what the future of that game looks like. I mean, will I still play yeah, it? Pokemon yes. Monday update fixes everything. <laughs> yeah, it fixes everything. <laughs> I heard it even gives you your money back. <laughs> oh, that's that. This is the update we need. All right, last bit of news. We don't have to spend a lot of time on it, but uh, so the. Game Freak made a game back in the day called Pocket Card Jockey, and it was available on the 3DS, and it's still available on the 3DS, and it's about $7. So before the 3DS eShop shuts down in March, I think, uh, if you want one of the best Game Freak games of all time, uh, I'm not being sarcastic, I really genuinely think it's a very good game, uh, it is $7 in the eShop, so you might, maybe you should get it. It's called Pocket Card Jockey. Now, Game Freak wasn't involved in this remake. I believe it was pushed on to another company. Um, but it was launched 10 years ago. Look at that. <laughs> 10 years. Uh, it is now on Apple Arcade. And unfortunately, you do have to turn your phone sideways. Oh, is this the one? No, because Can it required me to sign up for Apple Arcade. And I have no interest in signing up for <laughs> Apple Arcade. <laughs> I've already played Pocket Card Jockey, so I don't know if I would play it again. But the screenshots look great, like brand new graphics. Um, it's a it's a combination of horse racing and solitaire. And may and now I understand that that might sound boring, but holy cow, is it incredible and it's super fun. It's like a weird version of solitaire. It's not like your like grandma's solitaire. It's uh, super but, fast paced. Yeah, it's really fast paced. Also, you can like breed horses together. You get special horses. Um, that's pretty cool. Is there a ditto horse? There is no ditto horse. There's a horse that ha- there's a couple horses that have Pokemon references. Um, I can't remember them off the the top of my head. But if you have Apple Arcade, it's free because that's the whole point of Apple Arcade. 
Um, if you bought anything from Apple in the last year, you probably have like 18 months of Apple Arcade free because they're handing that out. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I, I think I think this game is absolutely fantastic. I think the writing's really good. It's genuinely funny. I mean, the gameplay loop is really great. It, it it sucks because like it it makes sense why Game Freak kind of just goes all in on Pokemon because this is genuinely such a fantastic game and no one played it. And it sucks because it, it was like dirt cheap. I think when it came out, it was like $10. It's down to like $7 or $8 now. And it's like really charming, really cute, really fun, um, really good gameplay. If if their best non-Pokemon game isn't getting in the hands of people, it kind of makes sense why they just, oh, I guess we go back to Pokemon. <laughs> Go back to the thing that makes us money. Yeah, I think that's all we got. You can pre-order Scarlet and Violet ETBs on Pokemon Center. You get a free promo Lechon card. I think we talked about this that yeah that, we talked about that Lechon. week. Uh, there's a giant two hundred dollar Arceus statue on PokemonCenter.com. I heard Hannah ordered five of them already. I wish they're <laughs> super expensive. They are <laughs> real expensive. They're very expensive. They're real nice looking though. Yeah, they are so good. Yeah. Like, I looked at it I'm like maybe, and then I looked at the price and went, "Oh yep. no, two hundred bucks!" <laughs> no, I think. no, yeah, it's nah. two hundred. Two hundred dollars, but it is like okay. If I was an Arceus fan, like Arceus was my my number one, I would absolutely probably get this because would, I don't so think- you you're saying you would do a two hundred dollar Rosalia? Oh heck yeah! Do you know how much <laughs> money I spend on Rosalia stuff? What if it was okay? Here's here's a here's a deeper question. What, I just bought somebody's shiny sticker. It's gorgeous. What if it was like not specifically Roselia, but a bunch of grass type Pokemon? But Roselia was one of the grass. Two hundred dollars. You still pulling the trigger? Yeah. Okay. All right. That's fair. You know, to be fair, if there was like a two hundred dollar Cramorant statue, I'd probably pull the trigger. Yeah, you would buy it. <laughs> Look, you buy you yeah, buy. You Pokeballs for a hundred dollars each. So I you love have them no so legs much. To stand on it here, is, it is. I, I, I think they're fantastic. I love collecting them. I'm not a Funko Pop collector. I know people that have walls and shelves and millions of Funko Pops. I, I get it. I get it from a collector perspective of like I like this thing and I want as many as possible. I just don't like one the way Funko Pops look, and two, I just don't like the quality. They got a good yeah. price point though. Like they're like they what do. twelve bucks, so they're like you walk in, you buy three, and it's really not that big of a deal. I yeah, I have I am limiting myself to the twelve dollar Pokeballs instead of the hundred dollar Pokeballs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, valid. They're still pretty good quality. Yeah. They're still really good quality, but they're yeah. not a hundred dollars. Okay, I'm on PokemonCenter.com. Uh-huh. Just a quick thing. So they have these Vaporeon, Jolteon, Comfy. Plush. The comfy friends. Vaporeon yes. and Jolteon look good. They did Flareon dirty with these comfy plushes. Flareon Isn't Jolteon looks... the only one that looks happy? Well, Jolteon's <laughs> the only one that looks happy. Flareon doesn't even seem to have a mouth. I mean, Flareon fans know what they're getting. Disappointment. <laughs> I mean, they Vaporeon fans Flareon, don't usually so. get disappointment. The Vaporeon has like a. Oh, no, the Vaporeon is sad, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Vaporeon is sad. It's just not like, huh, I guess. <laughs> uh, the Vaporeon is I kind of like the cute sad boy though it works for it yeah I mean <laughs> at least Vaporeon and didn't have like expressions Flareon not only looks like they just stuck clouds around it instead of flame but it also just has no mouth I think it's supposed I to mean, have like an O mouth like oh oh I'm bad you want Flareon to be fluffy you can never actually hug a Flareon but you want a Flareon plush to be fluffy yeah uh, the Comfy Friends stuff, uh, they've, they they did like the Dene and Swablu and a bunch of other Comfy Friends, so not surprising. Comfy Friends LeChonk, I'm waiting for that. There was actually a LeChonk yeah. piggy bank in Japan. I'm curious if America will get that. I feel like that would sell. There's Sometimes we get... There's also a Sinistee Poltegeist teacup collection in Japan, yeah, and nice. I really thought we were going to get that. Like I thought we were going to get that. I thought um, uh, um, Galar's over; it's dead it's in the ground now, right? Scarlet and Violet. We'll forever. get it for the re-release. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we'll get it for the DLC that brings us back to Galar. Yeah, because 
they're all connected. Galler's up here, Kalos is here, Paldea's here. All connected, yeah. I'm waiting for the uh the the Unova remake, but then we go to Alola because they're both in America. That's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's easier to go from Unova to Ore, which is the Coliseum remakes, because Unova's New York, Ore is New Mexico. Uh, yeah, there you go. And then beyond New Mexico is Hawaii. That's a much farther distance. Mm. We're going to go back. We're going to get a uh, stadium. They're going to bring back Mirror B finally. Finally. Okay. Uh, thank you, Hannah. Thank you for Greg for being here. Uh, if you need help with Greninja stuff, uh, I will be streaming Greninja on Thursday and Friday and probably Saturday. Probably all three days, honestly. Um, so uh, the only thing I ask is bring a level 100 Pokemon, preferably one of the ones I recommended, and uh, we'll carry you through. If you don't, have a level one. Well, if you don't have those Pokemon, I, we carried a level 100 Coridon through Cinderace and a Mimikyu through Cinderace. We carried a lot of different 100 Pokemon, so we got competent people. Um, we'll help you get through. I don't mind a challenge. I don't know if you bring a level 100 Spydops if we can help you out, but you know, maybe. I'm going to bring a level 100 Bexcalibur. That might be okay. Uh, the Bexcalibur <laughs> didn't work. You know, the level 100 Bexcalibur didn't work against Cinderace, but you know, I might have a chance here. Uh, so I'll be I'll be streaming that on Twitch. So uh, if you need help, come swing on by. Uh, if you need Pokemon suggestions, that video is up on YouTube. Otherwise, uh, I think we will see you guys next week. Greg's not leaving anytime soon. Valentine's closer no. to Valentine's Day. Uh, yeah, I will. I will be. Uh, I will not be able to do anything the week. Got it. Yeah, yeah, because you're vacation. And then uh, I'll have to record a podcast early when I'm in Vegas um, because uh, I'll be gone for like five days. So uh, we might just do like a question show or something since I I mean, like the, the I would have to record, I think, on Tuesday and then the news. But the show <laughs> comes out on Monday, so there wouldn't be a lot of news in between. I mean, we'll just do a question show for that. We'll worry about that next month. Um, anyways, this has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are super effective. Not rotating to Regieleki? No, do not <laughs> go to Regieleki anymore. It is a bad choice. Go down. You want to go down. It's, once again, it's all bottom lane. Bottom lane for life. <laughs> not rotating to Regieleki, super effective. Yeah. Rotate to Regidrago, if you can find them. If you can find them. Good luck. <laughs> It's the secret code. This podcast is brought to you by Patreon. A huge shout out to our producers of the episode, starting with Stephen, Kay, William, Tony, Stuart, Ryan, Nate, Matthew, Bovine, Catherine, Casey, Josh, Jessica, Greg, Courtney, Chris, Brian, Anthony, and our executive producers of Spencer and Brady. Thank you so much for the continued support. If you too would like to support us on Patreon, you can head over to patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t. That is patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t. And you can sign up to get a bunch of rewards, including having your name read at the end of the episode. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next week.